You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Um, you know, of course, I'm going to say it's going to be better than last year. Um, but again, it's kind of a day by day approach. Um, and, and we'll see what happens when we get out on the field. As far as him, he looks great. Uh, mentally, physically, he's got like a four pack now. Um, so he. <laughs> He's doing great, man. He's just in he's just in a good place and and uh, as as a teammate and as a guy who's always been a fan of Bake as a brother, um, it's great to see him in this place. So we're just working each and every day. Um, one of the biggest things, you know, through COVID, through all of these things, um, just taking things one day at a time really for me has has been major. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious Seven. My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Ahead on Straight No Chaser, we are joined by Cowboys fan Hoss Martin to give us a bit of the opposition's position from the Dallas-Fort Worth perspective. The Cowboys, of course, hosting the Browns in a Week 4 matchup at American Telephone and Telegraph Stadium. Excited to hear from Haas Martin later, but before we get into that, let's get into this. On August 25th, the Browns released three press conferences that I wanted to clip. Uh, The first one you heard at the top of the show, that was from Odell Beckham Jr. (laughs) He's kind of displaying his brand of jovial sarcasm. It It seems like he is in a great place in his house away from the bright lights in the big city. But there were two other Zoom pressers on ClevelandBrowns.com that had some anticipated and telling audio. I've been waiting to hear some training camp chatter from Joe Woods, and this guy's press conference didn't disappoint. But before I clip Browns defensive coordinator Joe Woods, I wanted to run a bit of audio from Coach Kevin Stefanski. So when the injuries start to stack up like this, I know the, the old cliche mantra, next man up, but... Kevin, how do you also keep everybody's spirits up? I mean, you know, we're all humans here. And when you're seeing teammates going down, you know, right and left, how do you, how do you keep your spirits up as a coach and, and the players as well? Well, I mean, we care about our teammates. We care about these guys. We don't like to see that. Uh, injuries are part of this game. They have been for a very long time. They will continue to be part of this game. Uh, so as much as you hate to hear it, Tom, it is next man up. And they've heard it from me. They've heard it from every coach going back to Pee Wee. And uh, I think they know the message that we got a lot of work to do and we got work to be done. <clears throat> and we hate to lose those guys, but we got to get back to that work. Right now in Berea, you're seeing the first Browns responses to some of the real and unscheduled adversity that happens in NFL circles. Listening to this guy absorb the stress of media questioning and resolutely pivot to his plan B, C, and D is pretty fascinating. I'm excited to see Kevin Stefanski on game day, and I'm almost just as excited to see a Browns defense led by defensive coordinator Joe Woods. Yeah, to be honest with you, we're really worried about the Browns right now in terms of getting our defense called, getting our defense executed. Um, We're towards the end of our installation, um, and we're really putting a heavy mix on the guys this week. So it's it's more game-like in terms of what we're doing and what we're calling in practice. But the main focus right now is uh, on us. Yeah, I think by the end of the year, we're going to be saying that this guy is the best 
defensive coordinator we've ever had in Cleveland in the new era. And there have been some good defensive coordinators who are head coaches here in Cleveland, but I think Joe Woods is doing an exceptional job in terms of owning his realm. Um, does the loss of Delta affect any plans you might have had of using three safeties a lot? And do you lean more now to three linebackers, or can you replace Delta in that role? You know what, Grant was ideal in just terms of his versatility playing. He could play strong three, he could play the dime. Um, that's that's kind of what I ran when I was in Denver. We were based out of dime. Um, I still want to be able to run that package, but uh, we're really going to have to evaluate where we're at with our linebackers and uh, with our secondary in terms of what we can do. Um, but I believe I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do both. It's going to be interesting to see how Joe Woods responds to the loss of Grant Delpit and Mac Wilson for the time being. It sounds like we'll be hearing the names of Tay Davis and, of course, B.J. Goodson. And I know B.J. hasn't played a whole lot against the past. You know, in the past, he's been kind of a run guy. Do you think he's got the skill set to be on the field for you every snap? Yeah, every um, when they first came in after the first couple of practices, just looking at all our linebackers, you know, Sione, B.J., those guys move really well, natural knee benders. Um, there's some things within our scheme that we ask them to do, and they've all handled it very well. And BJ's become like a natural leader for us. I mean, he's taking control of the huddle. He's getting guys lined up, and he's really doing it the, uh, the right way. So I think that was really a great addition to our team. We'll keep a close eye on this story as we get closer to the anticipated 2020 season. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. Hollywood Higgins finally making some noise, getting some positive reviews from offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Hollywood Higgins is going to bring us into our conversation with Haas Martin. Haas Martin is a Dallas Cowboys football fan. He runs a sports blog called The Sports Roundup. He's been busy with his day job, so we appreciate him taking time out of his schedule to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. He can be found at Haas Martin on Twitter. So right off the bat, Haas, how would you describe your organization's response to the NFL's new normal? Have Jones and the rest of the Cowboys brass managed the challenge well? How are you feeling about your new coach in this bizarre era? The Dallas Cowboys' response to the changing landscape has generally followed the direction of the league office. Jerry Jones and family have tried not to be the source of turmoil and appear optimistic. As far as the addition of Mike McCarthy as head coach, I believe it is a solid choice because he can probably build upon the pros and cons of his championship experience from Green Bay to a team that needs a bit more motivation. Mike McCarthy could be just what the doctor ordered. He has some championship pedigree for an organization that seems to struggle with the bright lights of the playoffs. So I remember the end of your last season being eventful. What would you say was the downfall of this team last year? The downfall of the 2019 Dallas Cowboys centered on two things. They had a losing record against teams 500 and above and the inability of the offense to stretch opposing defenses down the field. When the Cowboys running game got bogged down, the passing game was not nearly dynamic enough to move into a higher gear. Well, now you got CeeDee Lamb to go alongside Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott. 
So the real question with this offense comes down to Dak. Is he on the hot seat this year? Do you think he's established himself as the top tier quarterback that we saw at the beginning of his career? And how nice is it to cheer for our buddy Ezekiel Elliott? My thought about Dak is that he is incomplete at this time. What I mean is that he has yet to develop his game to the point of being able to carry the offense on his back when the defense stacks the line of scrimmage in order to stop the run. Of course, I generally enjoy watching Ezekiel Elliott running the football being a fan of Ohio State, but he will soon turn into a 1972 Chrysler if Dak cannot move the ball in the air on a consistent basis. Ooh, that sounds like the hot seat to me. So, we've had games against all of your NFC East partners. Wait, why are you in the NFC East again? (laughs) What are your expectations for this upcoming season? I'm expecting the Cowboys to escape the purgatory of 8-8 and improve slightly to 10-6. I think it may take some time for them to become familiar with the new coaching philosophy. As far as their divisional opponents are concerned... I am still leaning towards the experience of the Philadelphia Eagles to lead them to the NFC East title. Haas Martin going with the Eagles in the NFC East. And that reminds me, I'm going to talk to an Eagles representative sometime soon. Yeesh. (laughs) Well, we'll have one more question for you before we put this episode in the books. What are the chances we see a full season? What do you think the game will feel like without any fans? I believe that there is an 80% chance that the National Football League finishes the season during the pandemic. Unfortunately, I think that the limited number of fans or no fans at stadiums will give the game a preseason milieu, but it is a necessary method to protect all involved. Yeah, we'll be watching that game week four from American Telephone and Telegraph Stadium with a lot of empty seats, I'm sure. Well, Haas, thanks so much for taking time to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. He can be found at Haas Martin on Twitter. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7 on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.